two, one. And we are live on another Wednesday night, June 16, 2021, the K&K &K Sports Show. We got a lot to talk about. I'm going to get right to the comments before I even get to you guys. Our good friend Henry Zimanoff, wild day in sports so far today. I don't know what you're going to talk about first. Oh, wait, a lot of NBA news to cover, I guess. Henry's right. We got tons and tons of news. Eddie Murphy, hello, hello, good evening. Just want to say I thought it was Christmas last night. Yanks coming down, back from three down, and the Nets down by 16 and a half. I don't know, last time they won on the same night, LOL. What a night for Net fans. What a night for you, Eddie. We're going to talk about the Nets in a little bit. And uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick saying he unplugged his computer. I don't know what that means. But how are you, Mr. Siciliano? Very good. And I'd like to um, thank Marty again. I know he wanted me to wear this jersey tonight. But I won getting the most draft picks by Mr. Devontae Smith jersey. But unfortunately, this jersey will not be worn until September 4th when we open up against Miami. And I hope you can understand that, my friend. No hard feelings. No, no, no. It, but it's beautiful, I'll tell you. It is beautiful. Uh, Bobby, yep. Bobby, Bobby Blackjack, the boss, the I-95 boss, is saying Brooklyn. And you know what? He's got every right, man. KD, we're going to get into this in a little bit, but KD showed that he's uh, he's the best player in basketball. It also showed the team doesn't need Kyrie Irving, but we'll get into that in a second. But um, listen, KD, man, what he did, I'll tell you this. I, I, I read this yesterday, sis, on a tweet. It said, KD, uh, with no Kyrie, and you know they were saying hard and injured, You'd have right. LeBron, you'd have LeBron James running off that court, not wanting to play. You know what? Kevin Durant went on that court, took it on him, took it to Milwaukee. Bobby saying he was screaming last night. Listen, it's a great, great victory. I'm going to tell you this. If I'm, uh, we're going to bring this up later, and I'll, before, while we're getting Kenny on, I'll see what Bobby's comment is. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't even play these two guys. I wouldn't play Durant or Harden tomorrow night because they're not going to win in Milwaukee anyway. Rest them for game seven and put all your eggs in one basket. Because why, why, why get them hurt, sis? You know what I mean? Why? Like, you're not, you're going to lose anyway. You know? Right. Why risk anything for game seven? Rest them for game seven. You know, maybe. Makes sense. You know, like, and just get to game seven as healthy as you can. Henry Zimanoff saying LaMelo Ball. Uh, was named NBA's Rookie of the Year for 2021 regular season. His stats were insane. I don't even know why. Um, listen, I, I loved LaMelo Ball. Sis, you were a LaMelo Ball fan. You know? When you he played for the him Knicks. coming out. But, um, yep. no, hey, that, he's going to be good, man. He's, he's Listen, he might be better than the brother already one year in. Um, while Kenny's trying to come on, do you want me, to, me and you just to do a little quick hitters, or should I wait for Mr. Kirkpatrick? You're the boss. It's your show. Um, Eddie's saying anything can happen in a game seven. I wouldn't rest KD and see how we are after the third quarter. See, I don't know. I, I'm very, I don't, I don't know. What do you think about that, sis, for tomorrow night? Do you play him? No, Especially hard. No. Yeah, you play him. This is, this is do or die. It's not, a, you, you can't, you can't go in with the headset. It, it's personally, they're in trouble. I think they are anyway, but. 
Yeah, you play everybody. No, no playing around. Nope. But, sis, a lot of minutes. I mean, KD played 48. I think Harden played 46. I mean, are you going to do that again? Now you lose, and you're going to expect them to do that again in a game seven? You know? Uh, again, it, you're bringing up some great points. I mean, <laughs> it's... Uh, Maybe I like Eddie's idea. You know, Bobby's saying I'd get DeAndre Jordan some playing time, but Joe Harris needs to effing show up. Yeah, and I'm shocked about that, Bobby. I mean, listen, yep. best shooter on the team, you know, was getting nice looks, but hey, he just needs one game. He just need one he just needs one game to come on and uh and, and you know, shoot his way through and he'll be okay. Um what else? Eddie Murphy is saying Harden shouldn't have played 46 minutes last night. Too much for a guy with the hammy problems. Agree or disagree with that, uh, sis? I agree. I agree. And we got Mr. Capacho yeah, unless, back. Unless you, unless you had a hamstring injury, man, it's uh, yeah, that's a touchy thing. That's a very touchy injury there, and it doesn't. Yeah, if it's a grade one, two, or three, again, that all depends. It could be high, low, or in the middle. So it's it's kind of again it's kind of tough. Excuse me, mm-hmm. Mr. Kirkpatrick, how are you? Better now. Okay. Cord got stuck on the damn dang desk and uh, knocked knocked me knocked the computer out right when the show started. But oh, I'm well, back. You're back. You're back. So let's get this. Let's get right into quick hitters. All right. I got a bunch of quick hitters. I want to hit them all. I'm going to start. We'll go sis and then Kenny. All right, sis, you start us off. Here we go. Quick, quick hitters, number one for the night. Okay. Okay. Quick hitters, number one. Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders said the other day, if he gets traded, he will retire. Do you believe him? Yes or no? Yeah, I do. Kenny. I think I think Dick will call it quits. Yep. Kenny. I agree with Sis. I think so. I think he's loyal to that team. I think he's up in age. I think he's going to – I agree with Sis. I think he uh, holds it quits if he retires. I'm going to say he's not. I don't think he wants to leave Vegas is why he's saying it. But I do believe that if he did get moved, I think he would still play. Number two, and listen, big news like Henry was saying before, CP3 today tested positive. Should the NBA, now with all the vaccinations and all this yada yada – should the NBA change their protocol or should they keep it to what it was with how many days he has to stay away from the game, sis? I think they should keep their protocol. You know, that's, that's again, that's my opinion. But again, with this thing, every, every, every week, every two weeks, you know, things, things, excuse me, things change rapidly. So, you know, it's, again, it, that's another, that's another toughie, man. Kenny. You're going to have all these fans. You're going to have to pay some consequences. And basically, my, I'm, I'm, agree, I'm going to agree again. The protocol's got to stay, but I'm just going to add this. You got all these fans. You can't trust everybody in this world. We know that. So that means every player's exposed. Yeah. If they're saying he got exposed, then everybody's getting exposed every time you're at the, the stadium. Mm-hmm. The question is, is he vaccinated? That's the question. Right. Because I feel, I feel, I feel workplace omnium. I think eventually it become mandatory for a vaccination at the, in the healthcare, but I think it should be mandatory in professional sports too. If you're going to have all these people, 
at, at stadiums. Henry is saying the NFL changed the COVID protocols for vaccinated players earlier. Number three, Kenny, and this is what I was getting to a little before you uh, came back on. Should Steve Nash tomorrow night, game six at Milwaukee, should he sit A, Kevin Durant, B, James Harden, three, I'm sorry, C, Harden and KD, or four, neither? What was the question? Sit? Should he sit him? Just completely sit him in game six and put all your eggs in, in the basket for game seven. Don't get Harden any more hurt. Sis, what do you think? Would you sit Harden, KD, both, or neither? No, nobody sits. Everybody plays. This is this is it. This is either the season or good night, Irene. So that's my opinion. Kenny. No, nope. don't go for sitting out play. I disagree a little bit. If Harden's hurt, which definitely is, give him a little rest. And you know what? If we lose in Milwaukee, we lose in Milwaukee. But you know what? We proved that we can beat you in Brooklyn, so good luck beating us at home. Wait a minute. Wait, you know, I'm, very, I'm very disappointed. Don't ever say we and us in that statement again. No, we. What do you mean, we? You're not Brooklyn. Us. What are you, jumping ship? What did I say? You said we and us. If we beat you. Meaning you're part of Brooklyn. Oh, no. Meaning, meaning let them beat you, I meant. Okay, okay, better. I disagree with you. Harden shouldn't play at all. And KD, Eddie's saying the third quarter, I want to see right out of the gate. If it's 18-4, sit Durant. Put all your marbles at home in game seven. I can't get him hurt. I can't get him hurt. Harden's got to sit, in my opinion. Um, Ken, Eddie's saying, Kenny, coming to the dark side. Smart man. Number four, sis. Would you hire <laughs> Would you hire Nets assistant coach Mike D'Antoni as your head coach for your basketball team? Never. Kenny. Me? No. But will he get another head coaching job? Yes. Totally agree with you on both of those. Number five, sis, should Jacob DeGrom today be the National League MVP? He should be, excuse me, the MVP in both leagues. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, the guy's phenomenal, man. He's just, it's like, it's unreal watching. I love watching the Mets now, I'm telling you. I'm a, big, I'm a big Mets guy the last couple of weeks. There you go. <laughs> Sis, uh, Kenny, what about you? You said right now, yes. I got to see it after All-Star break. It's a long season. You know, it's a long season. So if he's got a 2 ERA, a 2.5 ERA, no, he's not MVP. But if he's got a zero, if he's got another one ERA at the end of the year, one million percent, he's the MVP. We're getting a hello from Sherry Williams, guys. Hey, cousin. Saying hello, my friends. Hello, Sherry. Um, Henry saying DeGrom is doing great so far. Got six RBIs and gave up four earned runs. That's just crazy. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Yep. All right, let's get back to this. Number six. Do you think Christian Eriksen, the soccer player who collapsed in the Euros on Saturday, do you think he will ever play again, sis? Absolutely. Kenny. Yeah, he'll play again. Absolutely, I agree. Why? You know, you know, he he'll be back. Okay, next one. Will you be watching any more of the Euro tournaments, sis? No. Kenny. 
bits and pieces. I'm with you. I'll on be that. at your house eating Bella's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sis. Got a root for the got a root for the Italianos, sis. The Italianos are in it. Eddie's Kurt, we got to go. Kurt, we got we got to go on uh, the iPad on Saturday when I come down. We got to eat the pizza in front of Kenny. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Eddie's asking why he collapsed. He had a cardiac arrest during the the match, Eddie. Check it out. They said that they actually lost him and they brought him back, like, on the field. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Watch the yeah. highlights. That's it's crazy, crazy Eddie. Oh, it is crazy. Sis, sis, a little spoiler. You can eat that pizza in front of me because I'm going to be coming to visit at the end of July for that whole week and ending the week with a, with a wedding. And as we well, We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to take you to your favorite spot when you get down here. You know where that is, so just relax. And the B&J, we believe, are related to roses, so that's go. all. Yeah, well, you got to know about that's that. Exactly, that's exactly all where right. we're at. Hold on. Quick hitters. I got a couple more. I want to hit them all. Is KD, is Kevin Durant the best player in the NBA today, sis? No. Kenny? I believe he is. I'm with you, Kenny. I'm with you. Um, I believe it is. Next one. This is going to sound crazy. In their prime, at their best, sis, you taking Kevin Durant or LeBron James? Mm, Toughy. I don't like LeBron James, but I'm going to say LeBron James in his prime. Kenny, that's uh, I'm I, I'm gonna have to go back in his prime because I don't like neither one of them that today. I don't like their attitudes, but prime I'm gonna go gonna go LeBron James by a small margin, very I'm not, small. I'm not. I'm taking KD. What KD KD put that team on his back last night. You know what? I don't want to hear Le- Le- LeBron always has garbage excuses. He's heard he would run off the court. That guy last night on the biggest stage, every I mean, first Milwaukee was stupid, and we'll get into that. But I mean, what he did last night, I'm sorry. That that to uh, me, it, Eddie Murphy's got a question for Sis Kurt. Put him yep. on the spot. Good. Um, Good. Eddie Murphy wants to know if KD isn't who is the best. Hold up, Eddie. There you go. He's just pointing his Devontae Smith up. He doesn't care. He doesn't <laughs> care. All right, let me get to these next ones because I want to hit all of them. Here we go. Sis, will Becky Hammond, assistant coach from the Spurs, will she get a head coaching job and become the first woman to be a head coach in the NBA? Truthfully, I hope she does. I would love to see that. Absolutely. Kenny? I think so. And I think best fit for her would be a small market team. Yes. Kenny, assist. Does Sir. Tim Tebow make the final roster for the Jaguars? Absolutely. I'm with you. Kenny? What was the question? Will Tim Tebow make the final roster for the Jaguars? Yes, and he will be also the Jaguars TV evangelist along with that. Okay. <laughs> A little of everything. All right, here we go. One more, two more, couple things. Quick hitters, real quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name you the team. You have to give me the player. I'm going to ask you. Um, I'm going to ask you who the starter is going to be. Here we go. Opening day, New Orleans Saints. Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, sis. Hill. Kenny. 
I missed the question again. I don't know what's going on my start, video here. Who's going to be the starter opening day for New Orleans? Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston? Winston. I'm with you on Winston. New England, sis. Cam Newton or Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Kenny? I disagree. Cam Newton. I'm going to go Cam. They but just I had it in today. They had, but, but, me, but, but, but they had an update today. Excuse me, Kenny. They had an update today. He's uh, he 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 passed him up today in the drills and everything. Belichick really likes him. I think they're going to be a, a combo. Fan. I think it's going to be a combo. So oh, you think they're going to like they're going to play both of them? Yeah, I do. I All do. Right. I okay, do. That's fair. Um, that's fair. Let's get back to this again. Week two, Denver. Drew Lock, Teddy Bridgewater, sis. <clears throat> Well, you had talked about that the other night last week, and you know, again, it's it's on it's on Vic. I mean, you know, it, it's so hard. Do, do, do you let the kid start, and then if he doesn't do good the first couple of games, you yank him and put yeah, Teddy in? Yes, I think that's what I think the scenario is really going to be. That's I'm with you. I'm kid. with you. They're going to go with the kid. If the kid shines, the kid stays on the field. If he doesn't, he's gone. Bridgewater's in. I totally agree. Uh, Kenny. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Drew Lock, like you guys said, for Drew Lock, short leash, three weeks, four weeks tops. You better be at least two and two or Teddy's coming in. Jimmy Eiserman is saying, what's up, fellas? Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Jimmy. Okay. and then, you, guys, oh, you guys are party line, too, by the way, to a wedding gone bad. <laughs> Here we go. Cousin. And listen to this one opening day. Ugh. Andy Dalton or Justin Fields for the Bears? Wow. Sis. <laughs> uh, my gut's going to say Dalton only because he has the experience. Uh, Fields is a rookie, obviously. So I'll, I'll go with Dalton. And it's the same thing. He'll get a couple of games. If he doesn't do it, in comes Fields. Mr. Kenny. I got to go Andy Dalton because that's a prime time Sunday night game. You're going to put all that pressure on this oh. kid in the first week of the season. I oh. mean, you'll see, him play, you'll see him play a series or two, but I ain't going to start him week one against right. the Rams. And here's my last part. I have four quick questions, and the answer has to be either Kurt, Kenny, or Sis, and you can vote for yourself. Are you ready for this? Which one of us would you take to lead us on a camping trip? Be the leader of a camping trip. Sis, who are you going to take out of us three? You could pick yourself. Kenny. I am picking sis. Kenny, you're the tiebreaker. I ain't picking you. That's Hell sure. no. Hell no. I'm not going to pick myself, so I'll go sis. Okay. Number two. Out of us three, who would you pick, sis, to, to prepare a five-course meal? Definitely me, without a doubt. I'm going with <laughs> sis also, Mr. Kirkpatrick. I'm going to go sis, but if my cousin's still listening, I learned how to cook pretty well when I moved down here to Maryland, and I cooked my, boy. my father and family quite, quite often. So, But I'm going to go sis because I've had his five-course meals already. Okay, and number and two more. Which one of us would you put in charge to put together a piece of furniture? Jenny. Oops. <laughs> I second that one. It ain't you, Kurt. It's not me. 
It ain't, it ain't I me. Could, I I'm going to go Jenny much. Hoops too because I don't think any of us. And this yeah, is, Jenny and here's the Hoops. last one. Which one of us three would you want to be a DJ at a party or a gathering, sis? Kurt Valenti, hands down. Mr. I'll Kirkpatrick. Second Kurt. I'm putting myself on that one because we get those mixes going, DJ, sis. DJ Valenti is the go. best. Let's go. Yep. Yep. All right, that that was the quick hitters. We went a little old later because uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick's computer. But um, just so we know tonight, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a special guest, Eddie saying me. We're gonna have a special guest coming in the nine twenty hour to talk Broncos Briggsy Mania and a little of uh, um, NHL Avs and some hockey. Uh, J Rock Smith out of from our great friends, the Rocky Mountain Sports Report. Please, guys, check them out. Awesome with, obviously, Colorado sports, but all sports. But you want Colorado sports, check these guys out. Um, Kenny, what we got coming up next? Hey, sis, Eddie Murphy saying Kurt's mixtapes were fire back in the day. Yes, sir, Eddie. (laughs) Go ahead, Mr. Kirkpatrick. The show is yours. It's time to talk a little NBA plus, guys. I think that's the most, uh, that's the first take of the night. Kurt, you hit a couple of the things in the quick hitters, so... You know, we'll we'll eliminate a couple of the questions I had, but let's start with the next Bucks. I'm going to go with Kurt first, since he's, you know, we're all Knicks fans, but you know, Kurt, I'm going to go to you first because you and I have been on these Nets all all season, and uh, want your overall thoughts on the game first, Game Five. My just, overall just thoughts. I'm going to make Sis laugh right now, but, and I'm not joking when I said this, and I said to Jenny Hoops last night. I would have fired Mike Budenholzer after game five and not let him coach the rest of the series. Because what they did last night is an absolute disgrace. First off, let me say, Kevin Durant, hats off to you, man. You proved you're the best in the NBA. You took the big stage. It also proved that that team does not and should not have Kyrie Irving, and he's the guy they should move for someone else. We'll get into that in another, another night. But KD, hats off. But you blow an 18- or 17-point lead, you don't double the guy? That's an absolute disgrace. And Greek Freak, I am so sick of hearing him because James Harden, James Harden, first off, guts, played last night. But two, 104-104, minute 30 left. Greek Freak's posting up. Harden actually tells the defenders, get out, I don't need you, don't come over. And you do a fadeaway, turnaround fadeaway? Greek Freak? And Eddie Murphy's calling this out. He's supposed to be first-team defense. He hasn't covered Durant once. Fraud of the night. And how Budenholzer is even allowed to coach that team tomorrow? It's a disgrace. Disgrace, 17. You don't double-team the guy? What, What are they doing? What is he doing? Seriously, disgraceful. But hats off to KD. Hats off to him. But disgraceful from the Bucks. Exactly. Kurt, uh, sis. Not much to add. Kurt nailed it all. I, I agree. Kurt, you mean you were talking today, and I agree 100%. Budenholz has got to go. Okay, the guy, where did he coach before Milwaukee? Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> he had a decent team in Atlanta, and they got rid of him. Okay. What Kenny, did Atlanta real quick, do? Kenny, I got to interrupt you. Breaking news from Eddie Murphy. DeGrom left the game early today with shoulder soreness. Oh, boy. That's trouble. You know, trouble is, is, is getting them through a full season. You know, it, so. it's tough. Uh, no, Budenholzer, terrible. 
you not you hit it on the nail today, Kurt, when we were talking, and you said the Hawks double teamed Julius Randle because Julius Randle was our best player, right? And the Hawks said somebody else is going to beat us, and that's Julius Randle, and they won't and do it to Julius Kevin Randall, Durant. Who's not in Kevin Durant's league? You know, you hats off, hats off to Kevin Durant, hats off to the Nets. Okay, you gotta make adjustments. You're gonna have to, you know. I don't know. You got to do something. And if I was the next, I would clearly sit Harden because, you know, get him a little more, get his hamstring a little, you know, fresh for a little better for game seven, you know, and win it in Brooklyn, you know. And I hope, you know, I got to hope the Sixers or Buck, Sixers or Hawks can do it because I got no confidence in, in the Budenholzer, Giannis, and Middleton run bucks. But come on, no. Kenny. But come on, Kenny. We're watching that game last night. This is a basketball coach. All they were doing is, you know, bring up the ball. They weren't even, like, posting up KD. It was just top of the key, give it to KD. Run somebody at him. Double him. Double him. They just God. let him go. They ran pick and roll the whole night. Jumper, jumper, jumper. Just, like, what are you doing, Bullet Holzer? And when do you grab... Giannis and tell him cut it out with the jump shots. That he has no control over that team. I have no faith. There's no way they're gonna. I said to Jen last night when they were up 17. I said they'll lose this game. They'll lose that game. God's honest, God's honest truth. I was working last night. I didn't watch one minute of the game live. Went on a break later on in the evening. I looked at the box score. I said Durant 49 points. They didn't double team him. Nope. Not once. That's all I to see. And I said that as a person who didn't even watch the game. I said, they like Kevin Durant beat. Not now, once. Let him score his 30 to 35. You can't let him score 50. Right. You can't. You can't. You gotta, you gotta make an adjustment. Bring Listen, somebody Jeff, over. If Jeff over. Green beat you, hats off to you. Blake Griffin, hats off to you. The guy Brown with the crooked headband, hats off to you. But let them beat you. They literally basically were like, go ahead, KD, and KD buried them. Buried them. Buried them. I would, I, I'm, I'm, you, you think well, I'm talking about, I would have fired them last night after that performance. I would have fired them. I would have. I would have. It's disgraceful. Now Disgrace. let me ask you a question. If, if, the, if they lose to the Nets in the series, is Budenholzer gone? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Gotta be, right? How could he not? Gotta be, right? Seth? That's two years he didn't get to the final. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, he's gone. He's yep. gone. Every year you keep adding money to the roster. Who are you going to get next? He's terrible. Terrible. Out Miami outcoached him, and Steve Nash, who does nothing, is going to outcoach him. Who do you think? The, the, uh, last question with this. Who gets who gets by? Nets or the Bucks? Does find a way to recover from this, or are they done? I think the Bucks are going to win tomorrow, but game seven, there's just – you got to coach. You got to coach um, – like in a game seven, I I just have no confidence in him. I don't. I think the Nets win in seven. Sis. Again, it's tough. I, I I'll say the Nets in seven too. Let's move on to the to the series here. Clippers and Jazz. That series has made news. Jazz two and O's two O start at home. Clippers won the last two. Back in Utah, but the big news, Kawhi Leonard is out. Kenny, one more thing from Eddie. He's talking Budenhoser had the best team in the East two of the last three years and nothing to show for it. 
Point blank, Eddie. Nailed it. Gotta get he's gotta yep. be gone. Gotta be gone. Yep. Gotta. Sis. How much does this hurt the Clippers? And what's gonna happen tonight and the rest of the series now with Kawhi Leonard out? Uh, big. That's that's a that's a big missing piece. Um, I think I said it all along. I think Utah Jazz is going to win the whole time, mm-hmm. and I think they'll win tonight. Eric, how about you? What are your thoughts on this series? Yeah, it. Uh, listen, it, that, I mean, I think Kawhi was probably the second best player in the playoffs behind KD, and you know, he was been showing it, and it, it's it's going to throw a wrench into their plans. There's, there's no way you can you know, put your uh, lean on Paul George to be the leader and get that done. So I agree with Sis. I think it's done. And I think Utah's going to go to the finals. And it's in Utah tonight. Yeah. So that's, that's trouble right there. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'd say it too, you know, Conley, Conley out, but that Conley and Kawhi Leonard are not on the same level by any means. So, yep. you know, that's, that's going to take a big, uh, big star a chunk out of them. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix made news too, guys. You hit Paul Chris Paul out, you know, but yep. good thing is Clippers, Clippers Jazz is 2 2. And, you know, Chris Paul's going to be out for a week or two. He's not going to miss, in my opinion, the whole series, uh, whoever wins that. So, and then uh, we got the Hawks and Sixers tied 2 2. Back in Philly, the Hawks were down. 18 at one point in the second half and came all the way back in a hard fought victory. I guess my, my question would be tonight's game, Kurt, do the Hawks get the home field back and win tonight? Or is it back? Right now it's 46 to 31. Philly is up 15. Come up for our Wi-Fi. Philly is up 15. Um, And uh, I think, I think Philly wins this and I think Philly will put them away in six. Hawks Sixers, sis. Hawks. You got the Hawks. I got. I, I like the Sixers. I think they win it. I think this is another one that goes seven, though. The Hawks seem to be I winning agree. that now. I agree. I think this is another one that goes seven, and I like the Sixers. And uh, Doc Rivers is. If Doc Rivers was in Milwaukee, we'd be looking at a three-two. Matchup, in my opinion, Bucks three, uh, Nets two, going into Milwaukee because Doc Rivers has proved in this series to make the adjustments. Nate McMillan showing to know how to double team. So, unfortunately for us as Nick fans, we got to watch Budenholzer coach the best, you know, second best talented team in the in the East, but. uh Unfortunately, we got to watch that because if the, any of these other coaches were on there, I think the Nets would be in trouble. Melin mm-hmm. or Doc Rivers. That's just my opinion. So, so Hawks, Sixers, you guys like the Sixers to win the series? I like the Philly. I like Philly. To win the like series. The- yeah. yeah. All right. That's going to be it for NBA, I think, guys. I think you got a question. You got an all-in, right, Kurt? You want yeah, to talk I got, about? Yeah, I got a real quick all-in. You guys can just answer this as all-in, um, on the fence, or I'm out. And uh, it's going to get back to this KD thing. And you know, think of it as coaches. You guys were both coaches, uh, Kenny. You know, we coached together, sis. You and I coached together. 
And you watch that game last night, and even with a 17-point game, 17-point lead, and now that lead dwindles down, right? So this guy is just absolutely destroying you. I'm sorry, but I am all in. I am double-teaming this guy. I am triple-teaming this guy. I am coming up with something to where I just cannot allow Kevin Durant to beat me. And I tip my hat if anybody else does it. So I'm going to be honest. Like, I would literally just from, I mean, last three minutes of a game, I am, as soon as he gets the ball, I am running a second guy on him. I am all in on it. I don't care what happens. If they get a dunk, if they get an open three, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. But I cannot let the best guy in basketball who's absolutely on fire beat me in a pivotal game five series. If, if Milwaukee won one one last night, that series would be over tomorrow. And now they can blow the series because of what they did last night. So I am all in, double-teaming him that whole game. And I don't care what happens. I, I don't care. I don't care if somebody else goes off. Jeff Green hits 10 threes. Blake Griffin. Uh, Shamit. Those guys, I don't care. Tip your hat. But I am not allowing... Him to beat me. Just like I'm not allowing, as I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I am not allowing Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill beat me. I don't. They could run the ball up and down the field. I am taking the deep play away. I'm going to make Mahomes get six and four and four, but he's not going to get 60 out of the gate. So, what? you agree with me? Are you all in on the fence or I'm out? But I am all in. I am starting... Tomorrow night and game seven, I am double-teaming KD that whole game. He will not beat me. Sis, all in with me on the fence or I'm out and you won't do that as a game plan? All in, but I don't think they'll do it. But what would you do? You would do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kenny, what about you? Our New York Knicks, Julius Randle against the Atlanta Hawks regular season destroyed them. Mm-hmm. They made a coaching change over there. Nate McMillan took over. I believe the last game we played Atlanta, they had no Trey Young. Remember, he got hurt. Right. Don't know what Julius Randle averaged in those games, but I could tell you it was in the high 20s at least. Playoffs came. What did he do? They double-teamed Julius Randle. We all know what Julius Randle looked like in the playoffs. Yep. Okay. They they let somebody else beat us. There was nobody else who beat, beat them. But, you, you know, the Hawks said, you beat us, and that's it. You know, Julius is not going to beat us. Julius didn't beat them. <laughs> Julius didn't beat them. Jeff Green scored 27 points. Hats off to you. Hats off to you. Blake Griffin, 17 points. Hats off to you. You do that again in game six tomorrow night, hats off to you. KD is going to get his 25 to 30, but that should be it. I don't want to see no 49, 50 points from him. Kenny, here's the thing. Kenny, here's the thing. You just said Jeff Green. You just said Jeff Green, right? 27. But can you get 41, Jeff? Because 27, you better get You're going to have to score another 14, 16 points. points. KD. 49 points KD. You can even give up 30 to 35 for KD. Yeah. You still win easily. You win the game. Still win that game by, by, by almost double digits. Hey, couple things. I Eddie Murphy. In, oh, sorry. I am all in more than any all in you've ever done before. You got to double team this guy. 
Harden's got a strained hamstring. He's not 100%. Yeah. You, can, you don't have to double-team Harden. You put Holiday on Harden and double-team Tucker and Greek Freak need to be on Durant. Not, yep. not Tucker and, and Middleton. Greek Freak, you're the defensive guy on right. defense. Right. You're going to cover KD with P.J. Tucker. That's how you stop him. Yep. A couple let, comments. Let, Eddie... let, Brown, let Brown shoot. You, you ever you see Brown? He doesn't want to shoot. Nope. Let him shoot. Let him. Let him. You know, nobody needs to cover him. Let him score his ten points. Just makes no. Just makes no sense. Makes no sense. You know, let this guy just beat you single handedly. Stupid on their part. Dumb. I thought they should have fired. Seriously, they should have fired him last night. Seriously, what is what? It just what's he gonna do differently? He's got no nothing in two years. Couple of comments coming in. Eddie Murphy. I don't know, Kurt. I think I want you taking Boone's spot. Hold on. I think I want you taking Boone's spot as the manager of the Yankees. Manny's saying Kurt for president. Eddie's saying Kurt 2024. Manny's saying he got my vote. Eddie's saying if I was the Bucks, I'd put three people on KD because not many of Nets role players have showed up for the series. There's a from a Net fan. That's exactly what we're saying. We're doing Brown, it as coaches, Brown sis. What did think about? It. What is Coach Breslin? What do we always say with it, Ramapo, sis? Take their number one away, right, sis? Make them do yep. something they don't want to do. But right. this just go ahead, KD. Go ahead, eat this guy alive. Eat that guy alive. Eat that guy. They blew a 17 point lead. At in their that series would be over, over, over tomorrow night. Done. What what are they gonna do? I I just want to see it for pure laughter. I hope Milwaukee wins, and I want to see what he does Game Seven Saturday night. Budenholzer, what's he gonna do? And Greek freak, Greek freak, go down low and friggin' get little jump hooks, jump hooks. Why is he shooting from outside? Like. I don't know, man. I, oh, and I'll tell you one that drives me even more crazy. Brooks Lopez shooting three-pointers. Yeah, but at least he could shoot. The Greek freak can't shoot a free throw, and he's shooting three-pointers. Brooks, Lop- Brooks Lopez can shoot. He you just see him shoot those air balls the yeah. other night. I don't know. I know. I know. Sis, uh, Maria. I'm all, I'm all in with everything. I'm, I'm throwing the house, the car. I'm all in. Double team. Uh, Sis, uh, Maria O'Connor Crispiano is checking in tonight. Hello, Maria. How are you? Um, All right, so that's the all-in. We're all-in. I think we got rapid fire with Sis coming up. Yep, it's that time. It's that time. We got 10 minutes of of rapid fire with Sis part one. Okay, let's start and keep in score. We'll start off with Mr. Kilpatrick. <clears throat> what year did the Vietnam War end? 1972, 1973, 1974, or 1975? Mr. Kilpatrick. I'll go 1987 or 1986. 1981. Berlin. Berlin Wall. Incorrect. 1989. I Kenny. Thought, you thought what? I thought that was Ronald Reagan. No. <laughs> Kenny. 
There's no selection there. You got to either know it or not. True or false, the man who shot Alexander Hamilton, his name was Aaron Burr. True or false? True. Mr. Valenti, the following ingredients not used in brewing beer, hops, yeast, vinegar, or malt? Vinegar. Very good. Nailed it. Kenny, most deadly polluted city in the United States, Connecticut, New Jersey, Rhode Island, or your Maryland? New Jersey. Very good. It's three for three. And he said he can't be part of Sis's rapid fire. He didn't pay attention in history, LOL. <laughs> I don't know if any of us did. Stephen Stills, Kurt, from Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. He left this following band to join Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Was it the Yardbirds, Spencer Davis Band, Buffalo Springfield, or Blind Faith? Blind Faith. Buffalo Springfield. <laughs> Sorry, Chief. Mr. Kilpatrick, in Georgia, it's illegal to eat with a fork. Spare ribs, fried chicken, French fries or pizza? Illegally in Georgia to eat with a fork. Fried Spare ribs. What's that? Fried chicken. You got it. Four for four. Oh, uh, Kenny, you're. I you know I actually eat fried chicken with a fork. Me too. Kurt, the first hockey puck used in outdoor arena was made of the following: old tires. Rubber sneakers, cowhide, or frozen cow dung? What's the second one? Old tires, rubber sneakers, cowhide, or frozen cow dung? Frozen <laughs> sneakers. Frozen cow dung. No, I'm wrong. I was going to say sneakers. Okay. Minus. Kenny's up. In Minnesota, Kenny, it is illegal to tease what animal? Polar bear, skunk, monkeys, or a gorilla? Skunk. Damn, Kenny, he's hot. <laughs> Kenny's no, Kenny sees your notes. Kenny's on fire. Kurt, Marilyn Monroe's natural hair color was blonde, brunette, red, or black. Her natural hair color. Black. Man, you're batting zero tonight, buddy. It was red. Buddha <laughs> and Holzer must be coaching Kurt tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, who sang about Eggman and a walrus. What group was this? The Dave Clark Five, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, or Black Sabbath? What was the song name? I am a walrus. I am an Eggman. 
Those words are in the song. Black Sabbath? Nope. Beatles, man. I thought for sure you'd have Eddie that. Murphy saying, who would tease a skunk? I wouldn't want to get sprayed, LOL. The twice of Kurt, in, in the month of June in Wyoming, it is illegal to talk, to take, rather, a picture of what? A horse, a rabbit, a skunk, or a dog. In Wyoming, it's illegal to take a picture. A rabbit. Of what? Very good. Did you know that? Nope, but I am kind of figured it out. It wasn't a skunk. All right. All right. Okay. Kenny, on an average, Americans do this 22 times a day. They yawn, they blink their eye, they swallow, or they open the refrigerator door. On an average, 22 times a day. Yawn? Nope. Open the refrigerator door. I found that hard to believe, too. That's a hard, that's a lot of times. Kurt, in Kansas, it is illegal to eat cherry pie with milk, ice cream, soda, or coffee. Milk. Ice cream. How about this one? We're getting one from the audience. Is this true or false? In Lodi, there's a pet store where you can buy a skunk to sprayed. True or false? True. <laughs> it is. Not really about Ed, true. Eddie's saying it's true. There you go. I'll tell Jen we're going to buy a skunk. We're going to Kenny. Where did the fruit kiwi originate from? England, China, Japan, or Russia? Kiwi England. fruit. What's that? England? China. Kiwis are good. Kurt, the first fruit ever to be eaten on the moon. An apple, an orange, a peach, or a slice of watermelon. I heard this. Watermelon. No, it's a peach. No? <laughs> no, it's a peach. Kenny, what do you call... No, how could you tell the age of a horse? By its tail, by its nose, by its teeth, or by its legs? You should know the answer to this, Mr. Patrick. It's teeth. Very good. You got it. Yeah, I knew that one. Kurt, what is a baby goat called? A fawn, a kid, goat weed, or goat Hickey. What's the first one? A fawn? A yeah, kid. a fawn. No, nope. called a kid. Not doing too wait, good wait, tonight. we got a question. We got a question from the audience. Eddie Murphy's asking, I want to know how many hours does this take to come up with these questions? It would take me a month. Tell him the truth about an hour and 20 minutes. There you go. There you go. Um, who's up, Kurt? No, Kenny. We got, sis, four minutes on the clock. Okay. Cool. Four-minute warning. 
Kenny, where were the Chinese fortune cookies invented? China, Japan, United States, or San Francisco? Chinese United fortune States. cookies. United States. San Francisco. United States. Well, San Francisco is the answer. <laughs> Give you a history lesson now, Mr. Sis. That's the United States. Kurt, what animal cannot stick out its tongue? A cat, a crocodile, a walrus, or a mongoose? Cannot stick out its tongue. <laughs> a mongoose. Crocodile. Eddie Murphy saying, isn't San Francisco in the United States? Yes, but the answer is San Francisco. Okay. Thank You're you, the boss. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you, Ed. Thanks Thank for having you. me back there, Ed. Kenny, the Empire State Building is made out of how many bricks? One million, two million, five million, or ten million? How many bricks? I'm going to go to the highest number there. I'm going to go ten million. Very good. That's a good guess. Kurt, on Sundays, it is illegal to sell this in Columbus, Ohio. Cornflakes, pancakes, crumb cake, or jelly donuts? <laughs> pancakes. Cornflakes. <laughs> you're, getting you're, gonna... <laughs> you're getting destroyed. You know, ain't going to Columbus, Ohio. No. <laughs> Kenny, last one for the first part. Walt Disney was afraid of what animal? A mice, a dog, a seal, or a mountain lion? Walt Disney himself. I think I noticed. I think I noticed it's a mouse. Mice. Okay. That wraps up. Oh, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. What? What the score was. Well, we have to give you the score. I got destroyed round one. You had three? Kurt didn't show up. He see, he sat his starters that game. <laughs> and Miss, Mr. Kilpatrick had eight. That wow. was the first round. That might be yeah. the highest we ever got in one round. Yeah, I think awesome. so. All right, sis, nice job. Let's uh let's switch gears a little bit. Let's go to MLB some MLB talk before we get on. By our, the way, hold on, game. Kenny. Kenny Eddie Murphy saying, sis, you're gonna know this one. Crumb cake. I think I need to make a trip to B and W crumb cake and hack it. Oh yeah, he nailed it. You nailed it, kiddo. No, Colonial's got my vote right oh, now. Oh yeah, Kurt. and they deliver, baby. Yep. They deliver to Maryland, sis. How about this? Yep. I got to tell you a story. We went. Jen and I met Ryan um, down the shore last Friday. It was for Ryan's birthday a couple weeks ago. So on our way in, we planned Kenny to stop at Colonial to get crumb cake. Get out of the car. I look. What the hell is this? Closed until the week. Only open on the weekends until the following week. Wow. That sucks. Yep. That's terrible. All right, Mr. Kirkpatrick, what we got? All right, I got another take for you guys. Uh, MLB has been in the news again this week, sis, Kurt. Uh, pitchers the sticky substances and sunscreen doctor in the balls 
they're getting caught cheating. Well, they haven't gotten caught cheating. There's speculations that there's a lot of cheating going on. MLB announced that any pitcher caught cheating, first offense, is going to be a 10-day suspension with pay, sis. Not without pay, with pay. What do you think about this rule? Do you think that it's, you know, do you think it's fair to rule? Do you think it's, uh, you know, just your overall thoughts about the whole cheating thing, the speculations. Garrett Cole, some other guys. Right. It, it doesn't make sense. If you're caught, <laughs> why would why would they pay you? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's a paid vacation. If you want my answer, I totally disagree with it. That's that's absurd, man. That's insane. Yeah. That's Murphy. my take on that. Um, Eddie Murphy saying, why do pitchers get suspended? But Astros got nothing for cheating. I I heard this on one of the radio. Point. I heard this on the radio the other day. If I'm – your key word you just said was, if they get caught, it's a 10-game suspension, Right. If I'm a guy that's on the borderline of making the MLB or or cut, I'm going to cheat. Think about it. You still got to catch me. But if I can't do it without cheating and I can't make the league, I'm still going to cheat. Like for 10 games, it should be you're done. You're done. You're not playing. Then I'm going to think about it. But otherwise, I mean, I'm going to be out of the league if I don't cheat. So – might as well try it, get away with it, and, and stay in the league. It's stupid. Eddie's right. What does it have to do with it, – it's a stupid it, – it's baseball is – you know what? Baseball just doesn't understand how to how to run their sport. They really don't. They, they're always – you know, we want home runs, home runs, home runs. You know, when it was McGuire and Sosa, right, since we were coaching in Rampo that time, every night, let's watch the game, McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, blah, 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 blah. Now then it's like, oh well you cheated and but they they didn't care because it was the hottest thing. Now you're getting these pictures. Right. It's okay, it's okay. Now now it's a problem. They're always they right. don't know what they're doing. Yep. They don't know what they're doing. Now they look the other way. Now they look the other way. Then oh now it's a problem. They look the other way for a whole for how many years? Now it's a problem. Couldn't agree more, Kurt, sis. I couldn't agree more with what you guys say. Cheating's been going on in baseball for forever. You know, the, the late ones I can remember, Michael Pineda, uh, Mike Scott. Remember Joe Necro? I got nothing in my hands, and there's the the uh, emery board. The tunnel out of his backpack. Remember, I got nothing, and the tongue of the presser came out of his hand. The doctrine's been going on for a while. Gaylord Perry with the spitballs, the, the, the Vaseline. Taylor Glass now, I read this today. Taylor Glass now is on the the, the uh, IL with a, a strained uh, ACL or something. He's, he's he's hurt. He's out. He openly admitted that MLB caught them by surprise, and they should have been a little more lenient on the substances they can use because he is using sunscreen. He openly admitted that he's using sunscreen. I saw that interview. How many more of these pitchers? I'm not going to say Jacob DeGrom. He's having a great year. He's always been top of the game. I won't even use Garrett Cole in the mix. You got a guy out there in San Francisco who's having a career year more, probably ERA less than two than he's ever had. 
His ERA is less than two. It's a one point like four ERA, and that's Kevin Gosman. Right. Never was probably under four ERA, barely. Now, do you think maybe he's cheating, or is he just having a phenomenal year? You know, that's just one name out there. You know, we're gonna see. We're gonna see the effects. Like now, Darrell comes out and he gives up five runs, and gives up five runs next three games he averages five runs then i'm gonna say oh yeah you know what maybe he is putting the substance on the ball couple comments Eddie I, Murphy. I the cheating's got to stop kurt but they got to do it suspend them 10 games without pay you know it's nothing second nothing. offense you're suspended for a month third 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 offense you're you're you're, you're suspended for the year yeah it's the only way it's gonna stop you're that's it, the only way it's gonna that's stop. it. Kenny, couple comments. Eddie's saying there was a picture going around that the sticky stuff is on the catcher's gloves. He also said Eddie. Uh, he also said Pedro Martinez said on live TV the other day that he always used something, and that Glasnow blamed the banning of sticky substance on his injury. Yeah, that's crazy that he's banning it. So it was and and who just went out today with elbow soreness? Just saying, um, the guy's having a phenomenal year, and I'm not taking anything away from him because. I do believe he's not cheating, but the Grom elbow soreness today. You know, is is everybody, you know, it's not cheating until you get caught. Or, you know, we, we had this whole discussion with the, the PEDs. You know what? Now Major League Baseball is putting a ban on it. Now it's cheating if you, if you do it. Do I consider it cheating before? No. So were these guys doing anything wrong? No. If Major League Baseball is allowing them to use sunscreen and sticky stuff, then then it's all I'm all for it. But now that it's illegal, not allowed, I don't want to see the pitchers doing it. Right. It's and uh, and ten games without ten games with pay. It makes no sense. This said it, it makes it just makes no sense. It's stupid. You know what? You know what? Well, joking aside, no, I'm 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 Dodgers. You know I'm. Just gonna throw a name out there. I'm I'm Clayton Kershaw. Oh, you know what? I don't feel like going to to Colorado. Our our next two games on, on the schedule right. are Colorado. My next two schedule starts it's Colorado and Pittsburgh. I'm gonna get caught. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to uh, on vacation for ten days down to Miami, and sit in the sun for ten days. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Crazy. So. Anyway, that was that one. Uh, I got another Major League Baseball topic. Eddie, you could play along with this. I got a little buy and sell. Trade deadline is about over a month away. Some teams listed in their records. Sis, Kurt, you tell me if they think they're going to be a buy or a sell and what you think would be their best. What, what do you, who do you think would be a good player or a position that they need? You don't necessarily have to give me a player. You can give me a position. I'm going to start with the Mets. Their payroll's 196 million guys. They're 34 and 25 record. They got a five-game lead in the American League, National League East. Sis, do you think they're going to be a buyer or seller? Uh, do you think they're going to be a buyer at the trade deadline, or are they going to stand pat? I think they're going to stand pat with what they have right now. They're hot. Okay, uh, Kirk. Um, it's tough because Sis is right. They are hot. You know, um, can I, I could see him one more reliever, maybe one more bat, you know, if they can get one more, um, bat to put in that lineup, um, 
or a reliever. I think they'll be buyers, though. They might do a little something with the bullpen. I'm going to say. Uh, and definitely. Now you say back. What do you mean, an outfielder? I'm going to say outfielder. Like, um, you know, a Gonzalez maybe from Colorado. Um, you know, one of the Texas Ranger guys. You know, he's Minnesota. See, I think Minnesota um, is, yeah. is, you know, is a, is a team that, you know, a lot of people didn't think they'd be selling. But since they're in last place, that's a lineup. Rosario, you know, Cruz somewhere. You know, like they got, they got, um, you know, they, that's the team I would look. That's the team I would be able to try to get an outfielder. But I, I think like Sissa, I think they're going to stand pat, but they're going to do something small in that bullpen. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, how about this team, National League as well? We'll go Phillies, Kurt. $183 million payroll. And... They are in second place with a 32 and 33 record. What do you think they're going to do at the deadline? Buy, sell, stamp out. I think they're going to be buyers because, just like you said, they're spending a lot of money. You know, even a wild card for them will be successful to get them in the postseason. Um, so I think they're going to be a buyer too. Who? You know, I don't know. Maybe one of the Detroit pitchers, if that's possible. Um, again, you know. I don't know. I I would like maybe one more pitcher for them. You know, bullpen again. I think they need a bullpen too, but yep. uh, maybe a starter. You know, uh, I could see like a like me. I would take like a Baumgartner there. You know, he is on the ten day IL, but I was I he's shoulder, but you know I would take if him. If he's on back, the if he's back. Yeah, sis. How about you, Phillies? Kurt stole my thunder. Same thing. They need pitching. So they're going to be buyers and looking for a pitcher. Okay. Stay in the National League East. Got a lot of good teams here. Let's go with the Braves, sis. 30 and 34, a little underachieving with $141 million payroll. What do you think they're going to do at the deadline? Stay pat. Stay pat. Kurt, how about you? Yeah, same thing. I think, you know, they're young. They're definitely underachieving. They're not going to sell off their guys. I mean, who are they going to sell off? They're not going to go Friedman or Acuna Jr. Their main guys are going to stay. Maybe a little tweak here and there for a bullpen, but like Sis said, they're, 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 they'll be fine. Their future's fine. I mean, they're just underachieving a little bit. You know, that, I think they'll do it. The, uh, the Azuna thing hurt them. I yeah. think, if, you know, maybe if anything, maybe they'll go out and try and get another outfielder on the cheap. You know, not – not somebody that's going to break the, the yeah. farm system up too much, you know, not cost too much. They might try and get somebody who's having, you know, down year in a small market or an underachieving team. So I think that might be the only move that they may make, try and uh, upgrade the outfield a little bit. Then the last team disappointing in my book, the Nationals, $170 million payroll, 29 and 35 per buy, sell, stamp pat. I think this is when you're gonna they're gonna sell, and when I say sell, Corbin, Scherzer, I don't know about Strasburg. He's still a little young, but Corbin and definitely Strauss, uh, Scherzer. If somebody wants to give you you know something nice for Scherzer, this might be the time to do it. Agree and sit. Totally agree. Kurt nailed it. Let me give sell. you a couple other. Let me give you a couple other names on there. Kyle Schwarber's out there for Nationals. Uh, Josh Bell. Brad Hand, and John Lester, a veteran starter. Yeah. That probably won't cost much. You know, so there's a lot of 
big time sells there. The Nationals can go in full rebuild mode. And this might be the year to, you know, because these guys aren't getting any younger. Yeah. And you know what, uh, too, Kenny? I think they look and they say, okay, uh, Atlanta's definitely got the better future than them. The Mets are definitely the better team this year. Bless you. Bless you. So where, you know, even a wild card spot for them is going to be tough this year. This might be the time yeah. to move them. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that team. So I think this might be the year to move them. Let's move America. Let's move to the American League. Mr. Siciliano gets the privilege of getting first crack on this one. The New York Yankees, two hundred and one million dollar payroll, seven and a half games back, sis. What are they going to do at the trade deadline? Buy, they'll sell, stand pat. They'll need three shopping carts <laughs> to go shopping. That's all I'm going to say. Eddie's, <laughs> say, Eddie's saying, knowing Cashman, he will say we have Severino and Kluber coming back. That's the same as a trade. I think the Yankees are, uh, I think they're going to be buyers. I think they're going to do anything possible to get into that wall. I think the division's done. I don't think they can win the division. And I think that like they're going to try to save face and do anything to get in that postseason and get in that wild card anyway. So, uh, listen, this ain't right. This ain't wrong with the three carts, man. They need a lot. But I just, I think they're stuck now. What are they going to do, you know? Maybe the kid uh, Gallo from uh, Texas. I mean, I I, I think this is the year he buys because I think he knows his job may be on the line. Right. That's what I'm saying, to do anything to get and, in. And here are some trades I threw out there. Uh, Colorado, John Gray. I know he's not, you know, I'm not talking about superstar pitcher here, but but you bring Trevor Story with John Gray. John Gray's ERA is, I got it written down. John Gray is four and six in Colorado with a 4.2 ERA in Colorado. Yeah, not bad in Colorado. Hell no. So you bring him to you bring you take him out of Colorado. He might be a good four or five star for you. But but the other guy, I'm finally gonna agree with you, Kurt. Get Madison Bumgarner over here. Yep. Or go and get the Nationals, but not Max Scherzer. Go get John Lester. He's been in that Red Sox Yankees rivalry. Get him fired up. Get him to go up against his old team, Boston, and get some life from him. Why that not? Be, Why not? Not going to cost you much. Not going to cost you much. You give him a, a lower level prospect, and and you get you get John Lester. You know why not? You know you, you're taking that payroll off of Nationals, and you're getting a, a veteran pitcher that can be your number two or number three starter in your in your lineup there. You know. Let's go to this team. I think we're gonna. I think you're gonna know where you. I think you know where you're going. But the Twins, twenty-six and forty-one. Oh, they're, they're 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 selling. There's some names out there. Sis, Twins are selling, right? Yep, for sure. Josh Donaldson. Who goes and gets him? That's my. I'm gonna change the set, the questions up a little bit because this is definitely a sell team. How? And yeah. I got names written down here. Josh Donaldson. Does he does he get moved? Yeah. Where would he go? Out of these buyers, buyer teams. Like or, or or somebody else that we didn't list here. Like could he be a shot at the well the Mets? Could, could he be a possibility for the Mets? Yeah, he could because the Mets have always been linked to uh Chris Bryant from the Cubs, and I don't think he's gonna move. 
So, yeah, I, I, I think that that is a that is a possibility. Me too. Uh, here's another team I got listed down. This one's interesting. 33 and 35, the, the Anaheim Angels. $182 million payroll. They are nine games back, but they got Shohei Otani, who's front runner for MVP. Trout is hurt. They still got Anthony Rendon and Justin Upton there. Is this a team that buys, sells, stands back? I think they should sell. I think that they're going to, again, it depends. What are they in the wild card? Like now they're six behind. If it's eight and nine, I think they could sell. If it's three to four, I think they're going to go for it. I think they're going to be like the Yankees and say, let's get in. Listen, they would be a dangerous team if they got in and they won a wild card game and they become in. So, you know, I think it's going to depend. Like six and seven, sell. Three and four, I think they buy. By you, sis, but the Angels, interesting team. I think they buy. I think they buy. Mm-hmm. I think they buy, and here's the interesting part about this: you want to, you don't want Shohei Otani getting hurt, and he's no. pitching and hitting. So I think you got to buy and get some pitching for this team. You know, you don't have much pitching there. Now I will You'll say this though, Kenny. That. I will say this. I could definitely see them selling in the off season if they don't if they don't win. Yeah. That's now if they were sellers, who get who who gets moved out of here? Is it Rendon? Does Rendon move? That's yeah, a big I contract. I don't think they move Trout. They're not gonna move Trout. Justin Upton probably gets moved. Otani, they're not gonna move Otani. No, they won't move Otani. So they got problems there. You know, they moved Pujols already. You know, they got problems there. They need pitching in the worst way. You know, could this be a low, could this be a landing spot for Max Scherzer if Scherzer gets healthy? You put Scherzer and Otani in that rotation. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. Now, now you're talking. Uh I just want to talk about any other teams while we're waiting for a guest. Uh got the got the Tampa Bay Rays. Here's an 43 and 26. They just lost glass now. It don't matter who they lose. They keep winning. They got a, a payroll of $68 million, and they're Nuts. in first place. Nuts. You know, are they buyers? Are they sellers? They're not sellers. You know, you don't know with them. Maybe they are sellers, but who are they going to sell? I, I couldn't name five guys on the team if they're in first place. You know who's a they guy? You know, who, you know who I would keep mind of? Remember a couple years ago? When the Yankees got Encarnacion, right? Yeah. They got Encarnacion because they wanted to keep him from Tampa Bay wanting him. Remember that? I could see them like a guy like Nelson Cruz. That's a good move. You know, just one big hitter, put him as a DH, you know, like there's your bat in that lineup. But I just think, again, there's somebody, they're like Atlanta to me. Like they don't move a lot. You know, they don't buy and sell like – I mean, why would they sell? They're forty-three and twenty-six. I like it. Yeah. You know. No, they're not going to. They're not going to sell. Would they buy? They're not going to buy a star. I, could see, I could see them getting a bat. I could see them getting a Nelson Cruz. They tried doing it two years ago. They with with a, Encarnacion. I and you I could see that being got, the same. They move. obviously doing something right there in the in the farm yeah. system. Yeah. How about the Red Sox? Says forty-one and twenty-seven. Are they going to be a buyer or a seller? Or they ain't Pat. 
They impact. Her, everybody do. They got a big payroll. Yeah, same, you know what? Same, same thing like Sis said. Stay in Pat. Again, I, I think they're willing to spend. Um, can they get another pitcher somewhere down the line? Maybe. What's the What's the story with Chris Sale out there? Is he going to be pitching at all? I, I don't know. I mean, that would be a bone. I mean, that's a home run if that happens. But um, I can Navaldi is doing the job there, you know. And they, they still got Xander Bogarts, J.D. Martinez. Can't you see Boston you know, as a team to uh, to inquire about Scherzer? You know, I could see Boston with I a Scherzer. I see them trying to do something. Yeah. I'm going to give you a team right now that I think is going to buy because they're overachieving and they're right there in the hunt. Cleveland Indians got a $52 million payroll. They unloaded a lot of payroll. And they're eight games over 500. Mm-hmm. This is a team I could see could going out and buying for a bat. Uh, you know, maybe maybe adjusting a up in the play in the outfield or, you know, Kyle Schwarber, somebody going over, to, you know, because the Nationals are going to unload. Josh Bell, you know, I could see them making a move for, for another bat. They still got Shane Bieber over there, and their pitches are doing good. They're overachieving a little bit. I could see them moving. And how about the A's Astros? Any any big moves there? We know the Astros always make moves. Um. Again, I think the Astros are kind of like the team that says, um, F you, you know, like uh, we're, we're going to buy, you know, we, we'll, they, there's a pitcher, they dangle a pitcher, they'll go get him. You know, hey, who in the American League? I mean, listen, if the Astros are in the postseason, why can't they win it? Why can't they go to the World Series? Yep. You know? All right, I'm gonna name since like I said we're we're waiting for our guests. I'm gonna I'm gonna name some players and you predict what team they're gonna be on. If okay. or they, you could you could stay the same team. Okay. Max Scherzer, Kurt, where will he be at the trade deadline with the Nationals or somebody else? And who would that somebody else be? I'm going out of the blue. I'm I just said it. I'm going Boston, Matt Scherzer. Boston, Max Scherzer, sis. Does he stand stay where he's at or does he get moved? Kurt nailed it on the head. I think he's going to the Red Sox too. I'm going. That'll be a big addition. That'll be a big addition for the Red Sox. They're going, going, they're going to win the American League East too. Well, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm going to go Anaheim Angels on on, on Scherzer. Okay, I think he's going there. Let's stay with the. Let's stay with the. Uh, John Lester. I got the Yankees with Lester. No. What do you got, sis? Nope, 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 nope. What, what, what would my wish be? You're asking me? No, no. Where, would, where do you think John Lester would go? Mm. I don't know. It's a good question. Yankees, you said. I don't. I don't think the Yankees. You got somebody, sis? Uh, Kurt. Um. Oakland? Yeah, that's a good one. I'll throw Oakland out. Madison Bumgarner, Kurt. Oh, I told you, he should be on the Yankees. Um, he would you ready? be a perfect Yankee. I agree. I got to go there now. You ready? I'm calling it right now. Houston Astros. Whoop. Sis. I would take him on the Yankees in a minute. <laughs> Kurt, Nelson Cruz, you said it. Uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, right? 
I'm going to go. Yeah, Tampa Bay looks like a nice landing spot for him. I could also see him going to like Oakland. Yes. To the Mets. Oh, see, that's that's the move the Mets make. That could be a move the Mets make right there. Just to come yep. off the bench. Just to come off the bench. You're, you're laughing. Don't, I know. Don't I know. Laugh. You put him in that lineup, man. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. How about this guy, Josh Donaldson? Kurt, we were talking about I, that. Was the Mets for me? You were talking Mets. Um, can't go to the Giants. Oh no, that's a tough one. What's Milwaukee got at third? A team that's overachieving that I didn't mark on here. Might be a good move for them over there. So I don't know, but well, that's what I got for baseball. You want to? Uh, Move to Bregzy Bronco Mania? Yeah, we're going to move. We're going to wait for our guest. Um, uh, he should be coming on at 925. Uh, again, Briggsy Broncos Mania. Uh, we had this segment on for our great friend, uh, Mr. Michael Briggs. We always said that we're going to keep him part of our show, and he is part of our show every week. The two things he loved, the Broncos and wrestling, which this weekend he would love it because Hell in a Cell is on Sunday. So he would be fired up over that. Um, I got to get Sis to start watching wrestling again. That's what I think I got to do. Sis, what do you think? Is there a chance or no? See, I, I just can't get into that. Uh, I'd rather watch Ice Melt on an August day sitting in a park than watch wrestling. It is so fit. I was watching. I was going to share with you last night. I was watching, I don't know if it was The Undertaker or whatever. It must have been from years ago. And he comes into the ring. McMahon's got a suit on. It's so, like, it's so funny. It's man. a male soap opera. The problem with WWE, WWE is really downhill. You got to admit, it's gone. It's gotten bad. Every time they got a good gimmick, they give up on it. They give up on it. The Fiend. Where's The Fiend been the last two months? They had that good thing going with Alexa Bliss, and they, they take the fiend off the air. I, I you know, it's like, come on, you know, it's like you, 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 then it, then there was another one on the guy the wanted guy if wanted to fight Mike. I get into the organization. The guy wanted to fight Mike Tyson. I mean, come on, man, it's, it's a joke, it's a joke. Listen, I. It's a uh, it's a male soap opera, is what it is. You and you and Briggsy love that. I, I we loved it. I love it. And I used to bring back the end. Bring back Triple H and or HBK as the the manager, the stable leader of the DX, like a manager, and bring back uh, the NWO, Kevin Nash, or somebody like that running the NWO. That's what you got to do. Bring back the bring back the factions. That's how you get the fans back. But do you think Bruno San Martino on Saturday nights? I used to tell my grandfather, "This is all fake, pops." He used to get so mad at me. <laughs> um, we haven't. Our guest is trying to join us, Kenny. 
I'm in communications with him. Um, so anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about the Broncos. I want to talk about the offensive. Uh, I want to talk about their offense. Did you know this, guys? They got ranked like um, pro football talk ranks rosters. Okay. This is with Drew Locke as their quarterback. With Drew Locke, they ranked the Denver roster as the number six roster in the NFL. What's your thoughts on that real quick, Kenny? They got the defense. They got the offense. You throw, you throw a quarterback in there, just throwing the names out there, AR. They, they're a top three team in the NFL. It's... You know, you got, you got, in my opinion, a under-the-radar draft pick. Najee Harris is getting all the hype. Travis Etienne's getting all the hype. You got the running back. Oh, he's a stud, Kenny. He's a stud. But, and, and nobody's talking about him because all the hype is on Najee Harris. And, and you got a nice one-two yeah. punch, him and, him and Gordon. You know, he, I mean, he's going to play. They're talking about he, you know, he might be RB1 at, at some point this year. And him and yep. Melvin Gordon is a nice little tandem. Yeah. Kurt, I'm going to bring our guest in. I'm going to let you introduce him. Okay. We'll just let him connect to his audio All and right. we'll be ready to go. I think he's on. Are you there? Yes, sir. What's going okay. on? Don't have any video. I don't know if you want it like that. It's fine. Uh, let's see here. You don't have to. It's Take up to look. you, J Rock. <laughs> uh, some reason my videos decided. To All work. right, that's fine. That's fine. We can work. <laughs> we can do it like this. This is J Rock Smith out of again from our great friends from the Rocky Mountain Sports Report. Please, J Rock, I want you to in introduce yourself a little bit. Give us a little background, and uh, of course, uh, plug the shows. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the introduction. Yeah, my name, I'm Jared. I go by J-Rock. Uh, we are Rocky Mountain Sports Report. And what we do is we do a worth of 99, which touch base on Broncos football. We also have In the Crease, which hits on Avalanche Hockey, uh, five, uh, 5280 Elevation, which is our Nuggets broadcast. And we just, yeah, we just talking about uh, sports and Colorado sports. Uh, we're looking to expand and making um, – trying to get into NCAA uh, football with Colorado University. And at some point, we'd even like to get into high school sports. Awesome. Awesome. We do it. We do a show all in on high school sports. My wife and I do it, and it's a phenomenal. Uh, we love doing it. We love covering the, uh, the high school athletes in this area, and it's uh, a big hit. But uh, we wanted to bring you on for two separate segments. Obviously, our first one is we call it Briggsy's Broncos Mania. It's one of our uh, – great friends who um, tragically suddenly passed away. Uh, and the two things he loved were the Broncos and wrestling. So we call this segment Briggsy's Broncos Mania. And we always, I'm a diehard Bronco fan, so we always give uh, one segment a Wednesday to talk Broncos. So we want to bring you on, bring your expertise. Your expertise. And uh, what we were talking about before is the Bronco roster in general. I know uh, Pro Football Talk a couple months ago came out and they ranked Denver with the sixth, best roster and that was including Drew Locke as their quarterback so I know the quarterback's a big question and we can 
have we could talk hours about Locke, Bridgewater, you know, pray to God, Aaron Rodgers. But if you take the quarterback out of the equation, the Bronco roster, okay, let's break this down on offense. I'm just gonna throw some names out. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, Williams, Melvin Gordon. Okay. A nice now offensive line uh, led by um, Pro Bowler Garrett Bowles. What is you, you know, besides that quarterback, if you take that offensive roster, where would you rank them in the NFL? Oh, man. Offense itself with those guys you just listed, not even listing everybody else. Uh, man, I, I think we'd be a top, top three easy. I mean, just the receiving core that we have uh, is just phenomenal. And uh, I mean, top to bottom. And if uh, we kept Hamilton, he didn't get hurt. If we would have kept him on, I mean, even though he wasn't the greatest, he was getting better. You could see it this last year. He was improving. And so, yeah, just I think top to bottom. Uh, the offensive line is the one area where I'd still say that we're still taking a little bit of a hit. Um, just dealing with... Cushenberry, uh, if he can continue to improve, which it sounds like he is doing during the offseason, I think we're going to be in a lot better shape. He was, our, it seemed to me that he was our biggest hole on the offensive line this last year outside of the right tackle with you know, having such an influx, but it just seemed like so much pressure was coming up the middle. Now, I, now, we, get, now we get to the million-dollar question. It's the quarterback position, and I brought this up. We talk about it every week, but I brought it up in Sis and Kenny, and even I agreed with it. And I think it's a little complicated because you got a, a, we have a head coach who's, I mean, very, very has a hot seat. And no September wins, winless in two years. He's got to get off to a, a quick start, or it could be bye-bye for Vic Fangio. Um but it's complicated because Sis and Kenny both said it should be Drew Locke, and then if he doesn't do it, move it to Teddy Bridgewater. But if you're Vic Fangio, do you go with the safer guy, the guy that's going to make the less mistakes, and go Bridgewater and play to your defense? What do you think they will do, and what would you do? Well, I I think that Fangio... <laughs> With Bridgewater, yeah, he may be a, a safer bet, but for Vangio, he's got to decide, am I going to play it safe and just play for my job, coach for my job, or am I going to coach this team to win? And that's what I think is the biggest things. With Drew Locke, I think that Bridgewater, yes, he will manage the game, but I think Drew Locke, if he can continue to develop and continue to play smart, he is going to be the one that's going to get the Ws. I totally And if it agree. was me – Right. Yeah. If it, yeah. And if it was you... me, I'd, I'd go Drew Locke. I mean, I was excited when he started with those last four games of, the, of his rookie year. I thought he was going to be it. This last year was a lot of up and downs. You can blame it on COVID and, you know, take all these other things into the equation. He ju he's just got to get smarter. He's got to play better football and make his reads and stop holding the football and stop dancing around. Just get it done. Throw the ball play smart, stop trying to go for the deep thread on every play. You know, that's Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. That's what they've always done. They've been able to pick apart defenses by just playing in the short game. And that's what Drew Locke needs to do too. Now I'm going to bring out a question. I'm going to start with Kenny. Then I'm going to go with sis and I'll finish with you. But it's that's actually good. funny because we had this discussion. I was having it with my wife. She's a big, big time sports fan. And we were talking about Drew Locke the other day because you just nailed it where he's got to learn. Don't go for the home run. Don't go for the home run. But when you're taught, when you're in Missouri, 
right? And you're playing against sisters Alabama, my Auburn, Florida, Georgia. You know, you if you don't put up 50, you're going to lose by 30. And you have to score every drive. Do you think Kenny, I'll start, I'm sorry, I'll start with, yeah, I'll start with Kenny. Do you think that, I know we're all saying it, you know, take the check down, don't throw it, but when you played your career in Missouri like that, where you had to be that gunslinger, it's all on you. Your your de- your defense is going to get your your defense is going to give up forty five, so you got to score forty eight. Is it really hard for you to like? Okay, all of a sudden now, I got to become a different player, Kenny. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think? And that's one of Drew Locke's problems. I, I do. I, I you made you know you hit it. I do. You know it's hard. Like you come from any, you know different systems, you know, you talk about in the NFL, quarterbacks have different coordinators every year. They always say, oh, he's got a new coordinator, his third system in three years. So, yeah, I do think that, that you know, plays effect. But now he's got another year under his belt with Pat Shermer. So I think uh, it's put up or shut up for him, you know, over there in, in Denver. And uh, when you're done with this question, I got a follow-up question. But, yeah, okay. I, think it, I think it does affect, but I think now – in the same system for two years. Now it's time he knows the Denver system. I think I think it's time to mature a little bit. Sis, what's you know, your thoughts have... on that with Drew Locke? Do you think coming from Missouri and where everything's on his shoulders, it's just that's you know it's hard for him to get away from that. And he still he you know he wants or he think that he thinks that's how he has to play as a quarterback in the NFL. He has to play in the Broncos system. It's as simple as that. He's not at Missouri anymore. He's not a college kid anymore. If he plays in this system, I think he'll be fine. If he tries to take it on his shoulders and do some of the stuff he did last year, you're going to be in the same boat. You're going to be in the same boat. But like we said earlier, I give him three or four games. If he's two and two, they'll leave him in. If he's one and three, whatever, you're going to see Teddy Bridgewater on the field. J-Rock, what's your thoughts on that? Do you, you do you think that some that's part of Drew Locke's problem? He sees he still has that, you know, I had it, I have to carry this team like Missouri. Do you think, you know, do you think that's an issue at all? You know, it could very well be an issue. Uh, you know, I think with any with a lot of college quarterbacks, almost anybody in the SEC really has to play to that level of if we don't put up we're going to lose and so it's constantly trying to outgun the other team and so I think it's just a you know taking a step back trusting his teammates and knowing that you know they have his back and that's all he's got to do is just get in there manage the game take care of the football not make silly decisions with it and not worry about that home run every now and then I mean every now and then great yeah if he, if it's open and it's there take it but if it's not there don't be afraid to throw your check down. Right, absolutely. And 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 again, the, now the million-dollar question, J-Rock, I'll start with you. Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, it just, it's crazy because Kenny just said it before. You know, you put number 12 on this roster. He said they're a top, you know, they're an instant Super Bowl contender, top three team in the NFL, hands down. Uh, when you just think about it, you're like, oh, my God, like just th- the possibilities of – Oh, we don't have a quarterback to we're a Super Bowl contender. And I don't know if we're the favorites over Kansas City, but we're pretty damn close. Um, what's your thoughts about it? And what percentage would you give it for this year? I know there's talk about next year and, and all, but let's get for this year. 
would you obviously would you want to do it you think it's going to happen and what percentage uh so i mean obviously Aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal quarterback and he does he would absolutely he would push our team to the top my issue with Rodgers is that it's and i know that he can still play but it's his age we're, we're just all we do is put ourselves right back in the same cycle that we had with Peyton Peyton was phenomenal for us got a Super Bowl fit well helped us get to Super Bowl 50 obviously that was all the defense right. really won us that game but you know just the I feel like that's what Aaron Rodgers brings is he brings a couple of good years but then in a couple of years we're still searching for the quarterback so for me I would say let's just see what Drew Locke has give it another year if Locke isn't the answer then we go all in on guy and if if somebody else comes available I know that Deshaun Watson's still a possibility but obviously he's got those legal issues so uh, but if if that clears up and he becomes available at the end of the year and uh, block isn't the answer then I'd say let's go somebody that we can get that's going to actually be able to lead this team for more than just two three years possibly I you know so, and I and I totally agree with you because you know what and this is why not nothing against Teddy Bridgewater but Teddy Bridgewater isn't the future quarterback of our team I agree with you if it's Drew Locke and, and I, I said this to Matt and we, we said it with Jerry or with Dave when we said it Let's see if Drew Locke is it. You know, there's still this mystery to him because he's like you said, rookie year. Those four games, he looked phenomenal. Last year, you know, he gets hurt. Cortland Sutton gets hurt. There's no preseason, and you get to the part of where it's like, did he really? Not that it's fair. I mean, it's fair for everyone, but we really don't know if it, if he's the guy. So give him that one more year. If he's not, all bets are off, and you push all your chips. And like you said, Watson. You know, uh, Aaron Rodgers, whoever else is possibly Russell Wilson, if he be, becomes available, you know, then you go all in. So I totally agree. Real quick, on, I got, oh, go ahead, Kenny. I'm got, sorry. I go got ahead. one for you guys. I got one for you guys. I got the I got the Broncos September schedule uh, right in front of me here. Uh, let's hypothetically speak. Drew Locke gets it done. You got this is your schedule now. You said. McFangio hasn't won a game, right, Kurt? You said yep. in September. Yep, hasn't won a game in September in two years. Here's, here's their schedule. Open up against the, against Sis and my Giants on the road. Then they go back-to-back weeks on the road. They go to Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Then they got two home games, the Jets and the Ravens. My, I want you guys, my question to you guys is, what would the Broncos' record have to be for it to be a successful successful September out of those four games, two and two. Like what 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 keeps Drew Locke's job? What makes Drew Locke lose his job? Okay, Kurt, I'll go with you first. I think it has to be at least two and two. I mean, two and two. There's no reason, and I'm a Giants fan. You guys can't go three and one in this. September right. I, I think Giants, I would say I would we say haven't won a game in September too. neither with Joe Judge. So I don't know what to expect from. Us in September, neither. We haven't won any games, neither, in September. I would say two and two at worst. Okay. I would agree with that. I think two and two. Really, for me, it's who they lose to. If they come out and lose to the Jets, if they come out, you know, the Jaguars, you know, they for some reason, every time Denver goes to the Jacksonville, they yeah, It's going to be hot right. in September there. So, yep. Yep. And there's right. no reason the why Jets at home. at home in September. You, oh, that's right. Yeah, I apologize. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Right, but if you lose to if you're losing to the but if you lose to the Jets at home, that's troublesome, in my opinion. Mm. 
you lose to the Jets at home. So I no. would say two and two. I would agree two and two. And I think Drew Locke has to be the starter and he's got to put his, you know, it's got to be his team. You know, we were saying, you know, put it on your shoulders, you know, go out there, make a statement, be three and one. If not three and one, be at least two and two. Yeah. Go and beat, go and beat the Ravens at home. Go and beat the Jets at home. Be, be a home, you know, have the home field advantage, the thin air in Colorado and then upset the Giants or, you know, win a game on the road in weeks one or two, Giants or Jags, and go three and one. Why not? Why, why not? With, you know, I know you got a harder schedule as the season goes on, but take advantage of those early early games on the schedule there. Yep. All right, so we're, we're, J-Rock, what we're going to do is we're going to switch over to a little hockey because I'm going to be honest. We're not really the, the biggest hockey guys, and even though I know it's probably a little shocking because the Islanders here are on fire – but um, so we always we you know we like bringing in the hockey guys. You guys are at Rocky Mountain Sports Reporter, awesome with your shows. You guys have all the input. So real quick, the talk you know I mean I was pulling. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not really a, a, a hockey fan of one team, but I was pulling for the Avalanche. And all I heard on Denver radio, um, the past couple weeks was this could be the best team in Colorado sports history. So an easy first round, a 2-0 lead, below game five lose game six, and it's a big disappointment. So for a minute or two, if you could just talk a little avalanche, how um, you know, how surprised are you that they didn't get it done? They didn't even get it to the, you know, the, the semifinals. And, um, you know, how disappointing of a year was it? Oh, man, it was a, a complete disappointment for me. Uh, you know, this team came out, and the way they started playing was just, you just expected – Stanley Cup. They were going to hoist the trophy. Uh, I mean, all season long, they played really tight with with the the Knights, and I just kind of figured, you know, they they've got this. As long as we don't have to face the Knights in the playoffs, that's what my one biggest hope was. Because the Knights, they just match up so well against what Colorado tries to do offensively, and they're just they're big on defense. And uh, that was really what I was kind of hoping to to avoid was having to play the Knights. And when we game one, I had a I was excited, but I had a gut feeling that things were not going to turn out uh, very well after that. And so um, just the way the way it all went down, blowing the you know, going up to and then end up getting losing the next four was just rough. Would and really, say- uh, we should have game. Oh, I'm sorry, J-Rock. W- would you say game five was one of the toughest losses you've ever seen as an F fan? Uh, we should have had that series in four games to one. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> yeah, so, would you um, say that was one of the toughest I mean, losses it, you guys ever had, though, as an Avs fan, that game five? Yes. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. Really, for me, what I'm looking at with the Golden Knights right now, I know uh, this year was different with COVID, but I, in the future, they're going, uh, they're switching it back up. And I feel like the Knights are going to start becoming what the Red Wings to, were to us back in the 90, 90s and wow. 2000s. Wow. Yep. And, I don't uh, know. I know, they got, I know they got the veteran goalie, Fleury, who took over. I don't know the other goalie's name, but wasn't it last year that it was just the other way around that this the uh, the, the younger uh, younger goalie took over for Fleury and they changed? Oh, yeah. Uh, Leonard, Liner, I believe his name is, Robin Liner. Liner. Uh, for the Knights, yeah, he he was the one that started in the net for the Knights in Game One, and that's who Denver pretty much just, or the the Abs just pretty much beat up 
uh, with that one. And uh, he didn't play at all in the first series against the Wild. So he was very rusty. So that was, you know, they were just were trying to make sure to give Flurry that one game off. And that's basically shows that's all he needed. Um, yeah. And he was pretty well lights out for the Knights. And um, we, we really, the biggest thing is we got away from our game. We just could not keep constant pressure in the offensive zone getting 40 plus shots a night, just making that goalie, you know, flustered. And that's exactly what the Knights did to us is they just could not, they, they would leave Drew alone and they just tormented and tortured him that entire game. Uh, the entire series, it was just really frustrating to watch our team just crumble under the pressure with that defense. Uh, one more question going forward with the Avs now, do they run it back again? Or do you think, they look and say, okay, it's another playoff. You know, they didn't get to where they wanted to get. We, they have to make a little changes. Or do you say, let's do this one more time, stay with what we got, or do you think they have to change the philosophy a little bit? Oh, we need – so I think Bednar plays to the players' strengths. Uh, that team really is kind of seems like they're built for a very offensive uh, firepower, so to speak. But I think defensively we need to get bigger defensively. Uh, Makar is a phenomenal defensive player. Wouldn't change anything about him. Um, I think that uh, I'd rather keep, if we had to get somebody up for the expansion draft, I personally feel like just let Gerard go. Um, he really kind of killed us with this, all these turnovers and um, really kind of got things going. But I like Ryan Graves. I think he's going to turn into a phenomenal defensive player too. But we need bigger defense that's going to help muscle the, the puck out of the, of the offense or the defensive zone. Okay, and last thing, uh, by the way, Montreal is up 2 nothing over Vegas in Game 2. Vegas is, uh, who do you like coming out of that, uh, knowing right now it's 2 nothing, uh, still first period? Uh, you like Montreal, or do you like Vegas? Personally, I can't stand Vegas, so I'm going for anybody but Vegas at this point. Uh, I think Vegas, is, I, this is probably going to a six or seven game series as well. Uh, the way that the Canadians have been playing throughout their previous two series just shocking everybody with uh, winning the way they have and stuff and sweeping the the Winnipeg Jets um, I just think it'd be it'd be nice to get the Canadians and the Islanders in the final yeah and then the like, last thing J-Rock like Kenny said that here I mean I know they're talking about the barn's going to be on fire tomorrow for the Islanders we'll one one coming for off, a game it's going to be really hard Tampa against Bay. the Knights um, what do you what do you think for Islanders Tampa Bay? Who do you like coming out of there? Oh man, with that, that Tampa Bay goalie, I can't even pronounce his name, but it's you know every time I've watched one of the games and they flash to his face right before a faceoff, his eyes are small, and then all of a sudden they go big, and you're just like, this guy is just in it. He knows exactly what he's doing. I I think Tampa Bay is going to repeat this year, honestly. Okay. That was a, a heck of a game one. I did catch the end of that one. I thought they were going to catch them at the end and tie the Islanders, and it was going to go to overtime with the Islanders. Well, well, uh, sorry, I'm going to butcher his name. Varlamov. Uh, Varlamov, yeah. <laughs> I can't say that name, but he uh, he was an old – I'm here in Maryland, and we got a big Capitals uh, fan base down here where I'm at. And uh, he played on – he backed up Price for enough. Price was the goalie for the for the Capitals over there, and uh, he went with the coach because the coach uh, he coached Capitals. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. The Islanders coach coached Capitals, and you know when they bring those players over like a goalie like that, it tells me a lot. And uh, 
they had a heck of a game one, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he actually used to be uh, the goalie for Colorado a uh, long time ago, right before we got group. It was, we just called him Varley because, you know, saying his last name yeah. was a little bit easier, but <laughs> it just made more yeah, sense it, to say it's Varley. It's hard to say those, goals, those hockey right. players' names, man. <laughs> Now, J-Rock, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. We'd love to talk anytime. You, of course, we'll bring you back. Listen, we could talk Broncos every week. I mean, those guys, this, Kenny and Sis might not like it, but I can talk Broncos seven night, seven days a week. So, oh, we're going to have a little fun. I think we might do a whole, like, joint show come football season, that opening night. We're oh, yeah. I take Bron- my Bronco guys with me. Get some of the Rocky Mountain fans over way. We'll have a like, little debate that whole night. We'll have a little oh, fun show that night. Sounds great, guys. I'm I really down. appreciate it. Thanks for the invite on the show too. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, and yeah, definitely. If you guys pass the word, Rocky Mountain Sports Report. If you you know know anybody that's a diehard Colorado fan, let them know. Absolutely. I tell you, hey, you guys do a great job there. I'm always tuned in. I love the little uh, lunchtime thing now. Dave and Alexander do. Uh, Dave does. I was uh, not supposed to say, but I, I, I was watching during too, lunch. Uh, it caught me by surprise. I was like, oh, yeah, and I was on with Dave and, and Alex, too. We were having a little fun on there. It was a great show. Yeah, so everyone check it out. And uh, J-Rock, thank you so much, and we'll definitely talk with you soon. Thanks a lot. You guys have a great night. You, you too. too. J-Rock. Okay, Kenny. So that was a little rock, little Broncos Briggsy Mania, and um, and That's some nice. hockey Thanks talk. Rock, Rocky Mountain Sport Report. They do an awesome job. Out there. Like I said, I listened in today. Caught me by surprise that they were on at lunchtime because our lunchtime is like they're most they're like brunch time. Yeah. So it caught me by surprise, but uh, no, excellent, you know, excellent chat, and definitely love to have the guys on for a little Giants Broncos. Uh, Absolutely, I'm ready. Have them on before that. Have them on before that, obviously, but definitely maybe we'll set oh, yeah. something and up. You know, and you know nice what I'm little, ready for right now, Kenny? I'm ready to get nice my round table. I'm getting ready right now, Kenny, to come get you with Sis's Rapid Fire too. I, I I embarrassed myself round one. I'm ready for round two. He threw it. He threw, he threw it round one. He set the he set the starters. I see. I set the tanked, starters. Right? I'm ready to go now. He pulled the he pulled the Clippers. He tanked that last game. So. Okay, here we go. We'll start with Mr. Valenti, being that he got whooped the first round. What color is the black box in an airplane called? A blue box, an orange box, storage box, or a safe box? Blue box. Orange. <laughs> Picked up where you left off. Ah. Kenny, which language is the <clears throat> what language did the word ketchup come from? Italy, China, Spain, or London? London. It's a minus for you. It's China. Kurt. World record for a hot dog eating by Johnny Chestnut. 55, 65, 70, or 74 hot dogs? 70. 74. Oh, I... <laughs> he just broke Kenny. his own record. Kenny, highest grossing holiday movie of all times. Miracle on 42nd Street, Home Alone, White Christmas, or Silent Night? 
That's going to be Miracle on 42nd Street. Home Alone. Really? Really. Kurt, oldest man in People's Magazine, the sexiest man award, won it hands down. George Cooney, John Connery, Clint Eastwood, Robert Mitchum. George Cooney. Nope. Sean Connery. I thought it was Eddie Cisliano. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that would have that would have got bonus points. You should have said it. Hey, by the way, I gotta get the pictures that I sent you guys. I gotta get them up on the website this week. The cartoon Eddie. pictures. U.S. state with the longest constitution: Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, or Washington. Alabama. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Kurt, <laughs> this is the number one seller at Walmart. Water, tissue paper, bananas, or sandals? Number one seller at Walmart. It's one of two. I'm going to go water. Bananas. <laughs> that was you weren't right. saying bananas. You no, were gonna I go was going to say uh, paper towels. Yeah. Kenny. The world's first speeding ticket was issued in what city? New York, Boston, England, or France? First New York. Speed, first speed ticket was England. Back to Kurt. <clears throat> Who lives in a trash can on Sesame Street? Cookie Monster, Big Bird, Oscar, no one. It's got to be Oscar. Very good. First plus of the night. Did you know that, Kenny? Yeah, that was the that was the all right warm up practice time. Bang! <laughs> there you Kenny, go, Kenny. What pre what president of the United States made this statement? I will never eat broccoli anymore. Kennedy, George Washington, George Bush, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. George Bush. Kurt. In Minnesota, it is legal it is illegally to be in bed with a woman, a man, a younger brother, or naked. In Minnesota. A younger brother. Nope. Naked. <laughs> what? If that's what it said. Illegal to be in bed with. Okay. Might have to put my glasses on for this one. <laughs> K. 
Kenny, if you wear a bathing suit in Florida, it is illegal to sing, dance, drink alcohol, or swim. Can you repeat that? Yes. In Florida, it is illegal to wear a bathing suit to sing, dance, drink alcohol, or swim. Drink alcohol? Sing. And that completes our rapid fire for this evening. Winner? This round was, that's it. Who, who this won this round? Was, who won? Nobody. It was Ty. One up. Ah, you got me tonight. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. What's the tiebreaker? Tomorrow night you get the tiebreaker. All right, good. I like it. I like it. Tomorrow night. All right. All right, Kenny, we got four minutes. Four minutes? We got four minutes. All right, let me throw a little topic out here. Let me see what I want to bring you. See what we want to talk about here real quick. All right, I got a good one. College football. Let's assume we're going to go to this 12-team playoff. Okay? I'm going to throw some teams out there, and you tell me if you think it's going to hurt them in the, and this is the long run for like recruiting and bold you think it's going to hurt them you think it's going to benefit them or you think it's not going to make a difference i'll start with kurt Notre dame is that going to make a difference for them if they stay independent is it going to hurt them or benefit them or is it going to not make a difference it's going to benefit them it's going to benefit them all right, we'll do this like quick hitters, you know, and then, we, you know, okay. we'll do this discussion another time. All right. Sis, Notre Dame, is it going to hurt them or, or help them out, or is it not going to make a difference? It's not going to make a difference. Not going to make a difference? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to come to Sis on this one. Alabama. Not going to make a difference. Kirk. It's gonna help them because they're gonna be they're gonna be in every year. So I would say with Sis too, it's not gonna make a difference. But you know, you may get it where Auburn beats them or LSU beats them, and now they're the fifth team. They're, 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 I'm gonna say Ben because they're always gonna be top twelve. I, I agree with Kurt Sis. I think it's gonna help them because yeah, they're gonna be in it every year. But what if they get that one loss early and or somebody's having right. a phenomenal year, right. like LSU had a couple years ago. Right. LSU had that phenomenal year. Alabama still sneaks in the playoff now yes. as a, as a yes. six or seven at large bid. Yes, you know, so they get into the playoff. So I think it does help them. I agree. Uh, let's see who else do I want to talk about. Let's do uh, Central Florida. Oh, helps. Helps big time. What about you, sis? You think it helps or hurts? Yeah, that, no, definitely helps. Definitely helps. Uh, and they're my sleeper I'm, team, Kenny, this year with Gus going there. Gus, it's going to be a huge sleeper team. Yep. It's going to be a team that, you know, the AAC is going to be – the AAC as a whole, it's going to benefit them. Yes. Uh, about a, how about a team like Clemson? I think that's a team that could hurt a little bit because the SEC – is going to get their three or four teams in every year as long as the SEC stays like it is. Clemson 
is going to have to win their ACC championship or luckily maybe get a get an at large bid. Yeah. It's not a guarantee. I think for the next gonna... couple of years it's not going to matter, but for going forward I would agree with you. But for the next two yeah. they'll be top 12 like Alabama. Yeah. And sis, what do you think? I agree with what you said. Same yeah, thing. I think I think I think it hurts them. Yep. So yeah, I think in general it's going to help a lot of teams cuz it's going to give them a chance to get in. But there are those couple teams I think it's gonna gonna hurt. I think it's gonna hurt a BYU because BYU is also independent unless they move to a conference. BYU is gonna be underneath Notre Dame with no shot to get in there. Right. As, as an independent, unless they decide to move to a conference like the Pac-12 or or Big 12, or even like Mountain West and go and try and beat Boise State for the for the division every year and then get yourself in. So unless they move in, I think that's going to hurt them big time because I, I really don't think they have a shot of getting in the playoff as long as they're independent. Yep. I think Notre Dame's the only one with a shot. And uh, I'd like to see Notre Dame go to, like, the ACC or Big Ten. You know, and, and like I said, BYU go to Pac-12 or Mountain West. So uh, that was just a little quick, quick hitter All topic right. there at the end. No, good show, boys. Uh, Mr. Sis, final thoughts. Final thoughts. The Yankees are up three to two in the middle of the ninth, and looking forward to tomorrow night's show. Well, Mr. Carson, I'll go next. Um, I'm looking forward to obviously Game Six. I just hope it goes to Game Seven. I would be intrigued. I would be stunned if the Bucks lose tomorrow, uh, but I'd be more stunned if the Bucks won Game Seven because I have no confidence in Budenholzer. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, and. Um, I'm going to look forward to a little game five tonight after this. Uh, Sixers are up 14, and I'll get ready to watch a little Jazz Clippers tonight. Mr. Kirkpatrick, you got the final thoughts on the show. Uh, yeah, you stole my thunder with the the NBA uh, NBA talk there. Uh, curious to see, you know, if you're a buyer in baseball, go and buy now. Why wait for the trade deadline? You know, you're a team like the Yankees – Go make the move now. Why why wait a month, 40 days? Right. You know, go and get that. Go and call Colorado. Get yourself Trevor Story and John Gray. Right now. Why wait and then not get them? Because uh, somebody else outbids you for them. Yeah. You know, or a Madison Bumgarner. I know he's hurt, but just throwing his name out there. He was healthy. Go get him now. Why wait? 100% agree. Eddie's saying Nets in six, great show. Why wait, why wait for trade deadlines? You know, why? Yeah. You know, this Aaron Rodgers thing, make a move for him now. You know, if you're the Packers, you know, why? If he's made it clear he's not going to play, and you think he's bluffing? I don't think he's bluffing. No, why would you I don't not think he's get, bluffing either. Why would you not want to get three first-round picks and risk this guy retiring? Yeah. You can get three first-round picks for him. I know. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You know, you're not you're not training him to the division. Brett Favre years ago played for the Vikings after Green Bay. Did he win in Minnesota? No. He didn't right. win a Super Bowl. Right. You're not guaranteed that he's going to win a Super Bowl. What are you so worried about? Yeah. Send them to Denver. Send them. Hey, that's Send music. Them. 
That's music to my ears, Mr. Kirkpatrick. I think I think we have this topic tomorrow about trade deadlines. Why do teams wait for trade deadlines? No, I like why, it. I like it. You know, why, you know, a player like Aaron Rodgers, if he's threatening to retire, why not get what you can get for him? You know, did it not did did, did Minnesota win with Favre? Did did, Minnesota, did the Jets win with Favre? No, no you're right. You're you're right. I hope you're wrong, because if he comes to Denver, I want him to win in Denver, I know, so I hope you're wrong. As long as my Giants aren't there, I wish your team good luck. But, you know, we'll have this topic. I'll bring this up tomorrow. No, I like we'll it. Talk I like it. So tomorrow, 6 to 7, we got, we with our guy Carson Shear, Wits and Wages. We'll make the remaining picks. We'll make some MLB picks, some hockey picks, and we'll go from there. Boys, have a good night. You too. And we see will you see tomorrow. you guys tomorrow. Enjoy the game.